Well, good morning, Hope Church. So usually there's like 10 videos after Todd gets up and speaks. So we only had one today. It's kind of, it kind of threw off a little bit about that. I didn't have time to be like, oh, let's do this thing. Right? No pump-up. There was no pump-up to this. But anyways, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to speak a little bit into your life today. I'm hoping that today, the question that, that somebody had given me, I can make sense to them and also bring it across to you guys and make sense to you. I appreciate you guys Let me just share just a little bit of time. It's good to see some people that I, I know and some people that I don't know. Um, there is some guests here, and there's one particular that she didn't have a clue I was going to mention. But she drove all the way from Ohio to come hear me, to hear me preach today. Hi, Jen. So all the way from Ohio just to hear me preach. I appreciate that. That makes me feel so special. Yeah, it was actually for another reason, but I just I get the honor of seeing her today, and she gets the honor of hearing me. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, that you're a great God. I thank you, Father God, that you give me words, Father God, to speak. I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit would just flow through me and speak through me, God, in a way that, that has never been done before. In Jesus' name, amen. So the question is this, guys. We're in week one, question one, okay? If we are supposed to plant seeds then what will be our shovel? And when the seed grows, what fruit will we bear? Will they become rotten if we're too late? Wow. Really, Todd? Right? I did pick it. I said, you know what, give me, give me a challenge. But actually, it's funny because as I started going through this message and putting it together, God was actually just saying this. It's going to be a pretty basic message. It's going to just be simple. It's nothing going to be, it's not going to be fireworks. It's not going to be a big. But at the end, I believe 100% that somebody's going to have that moment. Okay. I've been praying all this week about God just opening up hearts and minds. And being prepared to, to be walking into this place. Just like, like we are as a staff, we pray every week for every one of you in a different way. And in that way, it's, it's that God would just open up those hearts and that new people would walk through these doors. All right? And so there's a word for somebody today. If I confuse you, I'm sorry. But you know what? There's going to be somebody here that can hear it. And it's going to hear it, Okay? So I apologize right now for fumbling, bubbling, but my, my God's a good God, and he's got a message for you today, all right? Here we go. All right, so the first part of this is, I'm going to break it down in two parts. First part is, if we are supposed to plant seeds, then what is our shovel, or what will be our shovel? Let's go to Matthew 13, 1 through 9. In the same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such a large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while the people were on shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out and sowed his seed. As he scattered the seed, some fell to the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly, but because the soil was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they were withered because they had no roots. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up to be choked out, to choke the plants. Still other seeds fell on good soil, where they produced, 
a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times that was sown. Whoever hears, let them hear. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So pretty simple, guys. I was praying into that. I was like, God, why are you giving me this scripture? And he said it this way. There is no tool. You guys are the tools. That, 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 that You are the vessel in this story. You are the sower. You are to put the plants in the ground. The first thing that we have to do is this. We have to prepare the soil before we plant. God's told every one of us to start, before we can harvest, we have to go to the field and make sure that the soil is going to be right. So that's what he's asking us to do in this, is making sure that you're prepared in your soil before you even start setting the seed, before you start putting the seeds into the ground. But now we're at the point now where you're starting to put the seeds into the ground. He asks you, what are you doing with those seeds? How are you taking care of the seeds that I've given you? This, this, this sermon's a two-part sermon. Okay, first, of it, first part is the seed that we're planting. But we're going to kind of go backwards in the second part to go forward. Okay? Because we're all seeds at one point, right? We've all, we've all been, been down the road. We've all been planted by somebody or something that, that's, been, that's got us to our place. Okay? And so, in here, the, the story that we're telling, we need to prepare the ground that we're planting. How do we prepare that ground? We do it through seeking God's will. What is God's will on your life? That's what he's asking. He's asking us to prep it because you have to step into his will. Well, how do you do that? You do that through praying and seeking him through worship and prayer and those things. Prepping, uh, prepping your heart 100% and making it sure it's right with his word. You know, we talk about devotionals all the time. And truly, it, I wouldn't be in the place that I am today spiritually if I didn't actually dig in deeper and deeper because I love Pastor Todd. I love him to death. And he can preach. He could speak. He could teach. But at the end of the day, he could also tell us a false truth. God tells us this. He, he says, you know what? My word is my word. Right? And my word will always come true. But no man is going to tell you something that you can't find in here yourself. And that's the challenge in, when you do your devos. And you're part, starting to prepare your, your, uh, their ground. Is, is you're, you're making sure that t- things that you're hearing are true. Don't just believe it because you saw it on Facebook, right? Or it's true because it was on the internet, right? Right? That's why I try not to get there as much, so. We're preparing the ground. We've already got it there. Now he asks you this. The seeds. The way I described it in the first service was horrible, but I don't have a better way of saying it. Okay, so it's this way I'm going to say it, all right? I love you guys to death, so hear me good. This is not going to be something super spiritual, but I'm going to get you in the right direction. Little Red Riding Hood, right? She was jumping down. She was skipping along. I would skip, but I can't skip, okay? She was skipping along, right? She, was, she had a place to go. She had a plan, just like God has a plan for us, 
right? She had a basket full of goodies. And they were good goodies because I remember as a kid, they were awesome. I was so hungry every time I read the story because they were muffins. I don't care what they were. They were awesome. Anyways, (laughs) so the point was that she had to get to grandma's house, right? Well, the little devil came up in the wolf, right? And tried to get her distracted. We can't let that wolf distract us and get our, our muffins, Right? We can't let it do. Okay, it was horrible the second time. Golly. At the end of the day, guys, what are we doing with our seeds? Are we spilling them on the ground to let the birds eat? Or are we, are we taking care of those seeds? Are they spilling into the weeds as we're walking to the field? Or are we, are we taking care of our basket before we get to our harvest field? Those seeds that God gave us to plant, how are we doing it? Because every seed is good. There's no rotten seed. Okay? When God plants them, when God gives them to you and says, I want you to plant this in your harvest, they're not bad. What are you doing with your seed? For me and Jessica, our seeds are our kids right now. But as, as uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm going to get there anyways. Todd and I are pastors here at the church. We're here to guide you and and get you into the, to the next step. Okay? And that's what we're called to do. Because right now, you are our seeds. Just like our children are our seeds. Jessica and I, it's our job to raise up our kids. They're our seeds. And how are we going to plant our seeds? Are we going to let this world, are we going to let this world get to them? How are we planting them? For a while there, Jessica and I did a horrible job. I'm not going to lie. We weren't in church. We were living our life wrong, and we were going in the wrong direction. Whatever that meant, that meant, okay? Part number two of the question was this. When the seeds, and, and when the seeds grow, what fruit will they bear? Will they become rotten if we're too late? So Matthew thirteen twenty four says this. 24 through 30, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seeds in the field, but while everyone was sleeping, his enemy sprouted up. I'm sorry, his, his enemy came and sowed wheat. Ah, let me start over, guys. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seeds, but... While everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the, wheat, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, don't you sow good, didn't you sow good seeds in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? The enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? And he said, No. Because while you're pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat in with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell you the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, and then gather the wheat and bring them to my barn. <sighs> Sorry, guys, I'm a horrible reader. But at the end of the day, it's this, okay? God, right, gave us the seed. This, in this parable here, this is where we're going to go to, back to us, okay? Before, it was kind of city lings and all that. 
but we're going to kind of bring it more to to us in this in this situation okay we we're planting the seeds and the enemy wants to come into our lives okay the enemy wants to plant weeds in your garden okay but at the end of the day the quote of the day because that's what we do at hope church now is we have a quote it's going to come up on the board the devil may try to plant some weeds to choke out your harvest but when god is in control the plants will grow i was so excited when, when god gave me that i said god i love you he goes why is that because you let me rhyme it it rhymed I was like, this is so awesome. But at the end of the day, guys, it's so true. When God's in control of the situation, no matter what the devil tries to plant in your life, when, when you give it to God and let him be fully in control, that harvest will still grow. At the end of, uh, at the, at the, end of the day, guys, when it's all said and done, and Jesus comes back for us, growing fruit, okay? Sometimes we challenge God and say, why did you let this happen? Or why did you do this, God? Meanwhile, it's just like this situation where in the middle of the night, the devil came in and he planted those weeds in your life. Whether it be, whether it be over, uh, over just a little bit of time or things that like, hey, I'll just go to church another day. Or maybe I'll just pray for that person another time. Or instead of dealing with the situation, you just let it go away. And those little seeds of, 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 of weeds started getting into your life instead of, instead of just taking care of them right away. So we can't put that back on God. When, we, when, when at the end of the day, we're in control of ourselves. Okay? And so this is where we're going back to us now. Okay? You guys following along so far? Am I getting you all wally whoppered? Wally whoppered? Is that even a word? Okay. It's an ethodism. At the end of the day, Pastor Todd's job is to lead you as a head pastor. My job is to lead you as an associate pastor in the right direction. Paul, all the other pastors here, our jobs is to lead you guys in the right path. Okay? Just as much as I talked about before, Jessica and my job right now for my kids is to point them in the right direction. But at the end of the day, God's going to judge me and Todd a little higher than you guys because we need to point you guys in the right direction. But he's not going to judge us on your salvations. He's going to judge me on my salvation. And he's going to judge each and every one of you on your own salvation. So what I'm saying is this. When he said, don't pluck them yet, when it comes time to harvest, they'll be separated. One will be burned, and the other one will be stored up in heaven. (laughs) You know, you have the choice to live your life. God's given you guys free will. A lot of people don't like that word, free will. Those words, free will. But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, you make the choice to live your, your life right or not. That's why I say there's no bad seed. And I don't think in this question that, some, that it's ever going to be too late. Will you rot away 
No, because my God died on a cross for your sins and said, you know what? I'm going to take care of everything just as long as you give it to me. The choice in free will is this. It's allow God to work on your life and make the right choices after he's called you to do what he's called you to do. What does that mean? That he's, you're walking in the will of God. Okay? If he tells you to go do something, then go do it. He says, don't walk into that bar because you're going to get drunk. Then don't do it. Okay? It says, don't put that in your arm if you don't want to get high. That's falling after what God's called you to do. Okay? There's no bad seed. I want you to hear this right now. And there's no rotten seed. At the end of the day, God can heal you from anything. I don't care what situation you've been through. Me and Jessica have been through a lot in our marriage. Okay? And we've seen a lot of stuff that's gone on. And I'm telling you this right now. When we handed everything to God, our lives had changed. Our lives changed in a powerful way more than anyone could imagine. I don't know what you guys are going through today, but make the right choices. Do what you do. Okay? God's called you guys to be special. I want everybody to know this. I know whenever I get up here, it's usually the same, same theory or same thing. Is God's called you to be special for a reason. So what does this mean for us? Number one, we are to plant and cultivate where God tells us, and there will be a mighty harvest. So right now what we're trying to do is challenge you, but that's just a statement, guys. If we do God's will, if each and every one of us does what God asked us to do, we are going to see a mighty harvest brought into our own lives. Whether that be Jen up in Ohio can meet with people that I can never, ever talk to unless I go visit her. But at the end of the day, Jen in Ohio can change people's lives by the way she is and the way that she's going to be. Just like in Cleburne, whether it be Burleson, whether it be Joshua and the great town of Godly. All right? You have an opportunity to see your harvest grow, whatever you're doing in your life, if you're, if you're in God's will. Number two, how will you react when the devil starts to put weeds in your lives? How are you guys going to react? Crystal, you guys can come up here. Um, how are you guys going to react when, when we have our harvest going? And all of a sudden, the devil sneaks in the middle of the night and says, I'm going to step and put a weed in your marriage. Or I'm going to put a weed, this weed, right there in the middle of your path, and you can't go any further. How are you going to react? My challenge to you is this. Go to God. Turn to God. And know that my God is in control. And He can get you through anything. And He's the weed killer. Right? Right? All right number three. How will God judge you for all I'm sorry, how will judge how will God judge you all for what you planted and harvested it and what you have become? So basically the simple way of putting that, I got to Jessica 
Me and Jessica, we, we love talking about her in my sermon. And sometimes she kind of gives me these questions, and she kind of gets really deep with them. And, and so she kind of like, kind of really pushes it. But at the end of the day is this. When you go to heaven, how is God going to judge you? For how you plant it, I'm sorry, how you harvested it, and how you planted the seeds that he gave you. And what have they become? Jessica and I, we were talking to some people and, and about our past, and it was actually a good thing. This is when, when we were following God. And it came back to this. It, it, we had touched their lives in a way that, that they were able to advance the kingdom. Those are the cool stories that, you know, we're always kind of beating ourselves down for not doing the right things. But Jessica and I got away from it a little bit, away from church. But it's so cool to see how God used us then and how God's going to use us now. Those are those things that we're going to be judged on, okay? When you don't know, you don't know. I don't believe God's going to judge you on those things. But when you do know, I believe God will judge you. Usually in a sermon, we have three points and only three, but we went backwards. We had two points and one question, or sorry, four questions. The last question is this, guys, and I'm going to end it on this question. How can you bear better fruit? How can you bear better fruit? I don't believe, I don't believe, I believe 100% that there's no bad fruit, Okay? But how are we bearing our fruit right now? Where are we at in our lives? Are we still seedlings? Pastor Paul preached on this a couple months back. And it was the tree. He used the tree analogy. How one tree, it was the seed was planted. That tree grew up to be big. Then the seeds fell on the ground. Then another tree grew up. Is our tree bearing fruit enough so that it will produce more fruit? And how is that fruit going in your life? Every one of you guys are special. All of you guys have a plan and a purpose. And there's a reason why you guys stepped in this room today. I I told this to the first service and I mean it The first part of it is this. We're to do what God called us to do in His will. But there is no other tool out there but than you. Okay? You are God's special tool that's going to harvest and plant seeds. Because that's what God's called every one of us to do. He's called every one of us to be disciples. Before we leave this place today, see where you're at. See where your seats are. What are you digging? Where are you digging? Hard ground, soft ground, or fertile ground? Right now we're going to open up the, uh, the altars. It's not just about seeds or shovels or anything else. I'm telling you this right now. God has something for somebody in this place. I don't get woken up in the morning at 4 o'clock in the morning for no reason. I don't get told that there's going to be something that's going to be great 
just to get up here and talk and tell you that. I believe 100% that there's somebody in this room that their lives need to be changed. Whether that be planting different seeds. Maybe it's the harvest. Maybe now it's time to say, you know what? I may have been a bad seed, but you know what? My God can get you through it. Altars are open for everything, okay? If you need a healing, come on up here. Physical, mental. If you need your marriage healed, come up here. We're going to pray for you. If you want direction, come on up here. Pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father God, that you're a good God. Lord, I don't know who this message was for today, but I pray, God, that you just move in a powerful way, Father God, right now in this time. I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit, Father God, would touch a heart, Father God, Lord, that's never been touched before. I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit, Father God, would guide somebody to come up here and talk to us about what it is to be saved. Lord, I just pray, God, that you would just be in this time. In Jesus' name, amen.